jack somebody and really follow the crap out of them. Um, and then when they cut, get back up, they get like turtle power shells ups. and power ups and all that crazy stuff. It very looks nice. very good. The videos I've seen look good. Very so nice. I'm anxiously waiting that first online title for the week. Cool. So. Well. Let's move on to Martial Arts. We got a lot of shit. We are an hour in of the main show. We got Martial Arts. Just so you guys know, welcome, martial arts folks. Yes. Welcome. We are going to do a little bit of a video uh, addition to this episode. I have no idea what episode of martial arts we're on. No idea either. Ten, I think. Thirteen, I think. Thirteen, then. That sounds we'll good. That's good. a good number. We'll call it thirteen A because thirteen has some. Right. You know, It'll be like the thirteenth mojo. Yeah. So. We, I have no idea. What, what are we going to talk about today? Well, okay. first of all, quick school update. School is going really well. Yes. Um, our four full-time students, four full-time students are all on track to be testing for the yellow belts very shortly I in the next so. we, month or so. What do you think? The next month or so? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yep, definitely. Um, when is the gathering? Oh, yeah. We're having a big... I forgot about that. I was going to mention this. We're having a big martial arts gathering... Uh, Memorial Day weekend, yeah. May 28th, 26th through 28th. Okay. All right. Um, so anybody who's listening to this who can get to Grand Rapids, $50 for an entire weekend with some people that will probably blow your mind. And yeah. that is cheap as it gets. It's a four days worth of craziness yeah. um, for 50 bucks. And anybody who does any kind of martial arts seminars knows for a fact that $50 for four days of seminar training is a steal. You will not find a deal like that anywhere else. Yeah. we got some big names coming in from here in Michigan, some guys coming from California, Silat, uh, uh, some of the archipelago arts. Um, you know, we're doing stuff from San Yudo. Kali. Uh, Kali. So we cover the gamut of stuff. Cool. Awesomeness. May 20th. Go to the website, www.innovativemartialarts.com. There's information about the gathering, how to get there. You can pay right online now, pay when you get there, All however levels, you want. And from if you've never done martial arts before to if. You are a grandmaster in your style. Yes. So anybody is welcome. Yeah, and I guarantee you'll come away with at least one thing where you went, oh, that's cool. I I guarantee you, you'll come away going, that was definitely worth 50 bucks. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, even if it's just that one thing. So uh, it's it's worth it. And we do have people that that travel from all over the country, and obviously they feel that the airfare is worth the price. Right. Uh, That's good stuff. So my thought was, is maybe we should... uh, I was thinking about setting up a testing so that the students of ours that want to go to the gathering will go as yellow belts. Oh, that's a good idea. Which seems arbitrary to me. And oh, I don't think I, so I don't at know all. if anybody's even going to be wearing belts. <clears throat> well, we don't. Generally, we don't at those at the gatherings, but still. Yeah. You know, it's a it's an interesting. That could be a good idea. It's a fun story to tell at, at the gathering as well. You know, I like that. Well, we'll, we'll see what we can do about that then. Yeah. Um, I think our big topic for the day was spurred by um, 
blue screen mic, and he asked about yes, guns. That's right. That's he asked about saying. guns, and if someone who is very into their guns can be considered a martial artist. And I think, like anything, it comes down to your purpose and your attitude. If you're just somebody who likes to go out to the range and shoot, then I would say, no, you're not a martial artist. You're a gun enthusiast. Yep. If you're someone who studies the martial arts and you also study how to implement the gun in your studies, then yes. Or, or if that's your primary focus. Yes. I mean, I've taught things on the guns. I mean, I'm, I guess I don't even necessarily consider myself a gun enthusiast, but the guns are part of my repertoire in martial arts. Mm -hmm. And it's just as valid as the samurai sword is, as a knife is, as any weapon based on the day and the yeah. times and, your, and what your society dictates is yeah. its current weapon of choice. You know, the gun is a valid weapon for any martial artist. And like anything, you should learn about it. You should know about it. If anything, just to defend against it or know what right. to do when you come up against one. Well, and I, I think one of the interesting aspects of, of it's, it's a limitation of language. Because the, the definition of a martial artist is the same definition for artists. Because if, if I slap some paint on a canvas and throw it up on a wall, am I an artist? Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to say. It would be up to different people to say whether you are or whether you aren't. Is a boxer a martial artist? Well, to some degree, they are, they are combat artists. I mean, right. but do they... It do comes they, down to the individual's day. I mean, you have really to ask does. the boxer. Some boxers may go, yeah, I am a martial artist. Some right. boxers may go, no, I'm just a boxer. Right. Yeah. It's kind of up to them. Yeah. And I think that, again, it comes, it comes back to the word artist in that the word artist has so many different meanings for so many different people. My, my personal bent on it is it's someone that is dedicated and focused and has a commitment to the study of combat science, I guess, for lack of a, you know, that's right. the rough approximation. So even somebody, um, uh, you know, a, a tactician in the military who studies battles and army simulations and all that, are they a martial artist? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they are. They're they're doing what, you know, the Japanese shoguns used to do when they studied battle plans. That's and, right. And, and they were generals. So, yeah, to some degree, they are as well. Right. So you don't even have to have the physical aspect of it, in my opinion, to be a martial artist. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, well, and I think Mike's, Mike's big question was, well, it's a projectile. You know, you're dealing with projectiles. Is that considered a martial art? You're dealing with weapons. Uh, right. And that's the thing. It's about attitude. You know, it's 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 not about what it you know, it's not about how the weapon causes right. its damage or what it does, it's about the attitude and, you have while you're studying its use. And as grisly as it sounds, I mean it's it's the study of defending and harming others. Yes. Is is really what it comes down to. And so if you have a, a scientific bent or a or if if defending yourself and harming others is something that you study in a dedicated manner, then in my opinion, you're a martial artist. Right. Well, and that's why I said, because some people have different opinions. Some people are going to say, well, you're not really a martial artist unless you're studying the, the mindful part, the body part, and the spiritual part. And, I, and you I, take any one of those three out, and now you're just 
you know, just some guy who likes to shoot stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, and maybe to some degree that you're right. I, but I guess in there I sort of included the mind as well. Because right. if you're if you're a study of that particular thing, if you're a if you're a scholar of that thing, right? You know, if if you like gun history and you understand the mechanics of the weapon and what it can and can't do, and you know, you're a student of the gun, then that makes. And I think the spiritual side is that's up to the individual. You know, that is a very very personal thing in my opinion. So right. I think you can be a martial artist and be completely not spiritual about it if you so choose no and, and I agree with that I don't think that's necessarily the best way to go about it but. which is why I said that it's kind of up to the individual you kind of have to ask them I don't think you could really look at somebody watch what they do and then and then you get to make the judgment they're a martial artist or not because it's about their mental attitude inside which that's stuff you can't see and in fact I would say that there are people that are that, that go to Martial, quote unquote, martial arts classes that are less, that are, that are not as much of martial artists as someone who doesn't go to martial arts class. Oh, absolutely. You know, because there are, there are people that have ego problems and discipline problems and, and, uh, uh, don't study and don't have any respect for the things that they are learning and the people that are teaching them. And all that, in my opinion, you know, makes you less of a martial artist. Yes, and so. I agree with that. So I so guess it was a very interesting, it was a very interesting idea in my opinion. And I wanted to make sure that I did want to make sure we talked about it on the podcast because it was a, it, it was an interesting question more than anything right. else. And I think a lot of people may think, oh, you know, you can run around with a gun that doesn't make you a martial artist. Not necessarily. Well, you can run but, around and punch people, and that doesn't make you a martial artist either. Exactly, and that's um, I think that's the bigger point. Yeah. There was one other thing. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was I've been having a really interesting debate um, on the forums at uh, Karate Cafe. Ah, yes. This is a good topic. And uh, I do want to say for any of those guys listening that I have a tremendous amount of respect for them. I mean, they they are dedicated martial artists, and from everything I've heard on the podcast, they... They really know what they're talking about, but we've been having an interesting debate. And the fact, the fact alone that we can have a debate about it, to me, makes a huge. Like a lot of people would go, speaks volumes. That's bullshit. I disagree with you. And they would never like say, well, this is why I disagree with you, and this is what I think instead of what you think. Right. Um, But we were talking about people inventing, quote unquote, inventing styles. Yes. which obviously we've had to think a lot about because and we have. our style is, is where how that came about. Right, and I do think I have to some degrees, degree an advantage in the debate because I have put so much time into thinking about it. Um, and that the, the general feel on the board was that it seems silly to invent your own style when there are so many out there and so many available. And it made the the question made me think about it again, and uh, uh, one of the things that somebody said was, "Well, there's only so many ways to punch something." Right. And I really think what they were talking about was, you know, yes, putting knuckles to face. There's only one way. You the, make contact with your fist. That's or or no, you don't only, or you don't. Right. There's only two options in there, but. How you the mechanics of doing that, 
the mechanics of putting knuckles to face are, I I would say, almost infinite. Yes. Um, and, and there's where the stylistic differences come in. And there's where the stylistic differences come in. And that you have um, one of the things that that you've been looking at, which we'll get into in a little bit, is this is the salat. Now, how do you pronounce that particular style? <laughs> I'm gonna have to remember. Pepperican. Pretemporan. 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 Combat Salat. Salat Pretemporan. Salat Pretemporan. Yeah. One of the things that, uh, and I don't know if it was them or somebody else that you were doing research on, they actually exhale on the retraction of a strike. Not the retraction. Not the retraction. It's like a beat after you would normally exhale. Okay. So it's, it's a- like most people train punch as I make contact, exhale. <sighs> Pretemporan um, is punch, make contact, exhale. Okay. So okay. like a beat after. Right. I mean, it's so it's a su- it's a very subtle thing, right. and I still don't have a good grasp onto exactly the exactly timing. the to the time. And my my impression is that's the timing. The timing is it's a beat after you normally would, which means you've right. made the contact already. So it's not breathe on contact. It's breathe just after you've made your contact. Okay. So one of the reasons that I thought about that is because that to me is. A good example of something that I have never thought about before. Me either. It has been, you know, and I've done a lot of different styles. It is always breathe out on the strike. Yep. Or at most, breathe out on the phrase. If you're throwing multiple strikes, you breathe out during the whole thing. Right. Um, Well, it's funny. He was very careful not to say, hold your breath. Right. He says, maintain your breath. So it's not like you're going, (gasps) bend that punching. And I go, it's not like that. So it's so hard to describe, but to see him do it, I understand what he's saying. You're not holding your breath, you know? So the, I guess what what sort of came to the front of my mind when I thought of that is there are, I can think of a lot of different variations of a punch. How many can't I think of? Right. Because I bet the ones that I can't think of vastly outnumber the ones that I can think of. Well, and that's why I say when these guys say that, why not just go pick one of these styles? My thought is, well, then should people stop being creative? What What if everybody did that, Yeah. you know, before... The, I mean, I don't know how many different martial arts there are. Well, and but I, what if there was only half of the martial yeah. arts there were today and everybody said, you know what? From now on, it's illegal to make any new martial arts. Yeah. You can only study that. What wouldn't we have today in the martial arts if that's the attitude people took? Well, this was... This is one of the funny things that... Um, and again, I like the form because we—it's—it's it's, it's a real debate, you know. Um, but I got—I got called out because one of the things I said was, "Well, we'd never have Jim Kendo then. We wouldn't because Bruce Lee. You'd say, well, what's the point in creating a new one? Why don't you just teach Wing Chun? I don't get—I don't understand what you're getting at. Yeah. Although, <laughs> and this is what I got called out on was the guy essentially said, "Well." The difference is, and it's a good point, is that what we're talking about is some guy creating his own martial art. What you're talking about is Bruce Lee creating his own martial art. But the difference, the difference. What's the difference? And 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 I think I think it's a valid point. Is that the difference is is that some guy with several years of experience in martial art creating his own system is vastly different than probably, in my opinion, one of the most brilliant martial scientists 
So With a lifetime of experience creating his own martial arts. Now there's the point. Who gets to decide who gets to make martial arts and who doesn't? No, no, no. And 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 that was my point. But he did make a good point in that the Bruce Lee example was not necessarily the best argument in the world. Right, but we because... get back to our point, which is what makes a martial art valid? Right. Is okay. is Jeet Kune Do valid only because Bruce Lee figured it out? I, what if some guy who only had two years of experience figured all that, figured shit, all that out, shit out, made the book, you know, the Tao of Jeet Kune Do, did all that stuff, would it be less valid? The problem is, the problem comes in, and where the form started, actually, where this posting started was that uh, they were talking about... Um, uh, I'm going to think of it, uh, Hall of Fame certifications. Uh-huh. Hall, this guy has the Hall of Fame this, this <clears throat> guy has the Hall of Fame that, blah, 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 blah. And it's also watered down and becomes meaningless. Right. And I agree with that. And it is, it, it's, what the problem is, is people using those types of things to legitimize their art. Yes. And one of the guys on, on, on that podcast says, well, it, the proof is on the map. Exactly. And I, I kind of agree with and I disagree with some. I think part of it is on the map. Right. Um, and, well, the thing is, you, it's one of those things where you have to, you have to be the judge. You're going to go in as an individual and look at it. And if you go, this is bullshit, then you leave. And the problem I have, you know, it's, it's funny because that's one of the things that I've always advised people to do. I just thought that would be a really we're bad good. noise in the middle of your podcast. It's fine. Yes. All right, we're back. So uh, Dan giving the neighbor kids some pop bottles. Yes. Uh, so anyway, um, the 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 problem with saying to someone that if you know go to the school and if you don't like what they're doing, then walk away, is that we forget because we've been in it so long that oftentimes you walk into any school. Regardless of how bad they are, and look at what they're doing, and it looks amazing, and it's the coolest thing you've ever seen. Right. Um, I always tell people, don't emotionally commit to a school for at least six months. Right. Because I think it takes at least six months to really, truly evaluate what's, what's happening in that school. And the more... I and, and maybe it's a bad example, but the more videos I see on YouTube and stuff like this, the more I realize that there are a lot of really awful martial artists out there. I mean, just yeah. people who are horrible. Um, and to me, it feels like they're teaching horrible things as well. It's bizarre. Well, almost. it reminds me... And people just get sucked right in. It reminds me of American Idol. And you watch the auditions. Yes. People that come there that think they, that this are amazing. That I am an amazing singer. Just wait until I blow you away. And they get in there and they sing, and you're like, "Oh my God! Didn't someone tell them they can't sing?" Yeah. And I've seen. Um, I've been doing a lot of research on the Wing Chun stuff, and I've seen a lot of Wing Chun videos where I'm, I'm looking at these guys going, "I hope these are a couple of noobs that decided to put a video up on YouTube for the fun of it. Right. But they look really... One of them was uh, uh, this defense against a tie kick. And the, the the first, in my opinion, worst part of it was his opponent just, just floated this horribly bad-looking round kick out there. 
and the guy def- quote unquote defended himself against it. It's <laughs> like, how can anybody be buying into this? But I think a lot of people do because they just don't know. They well, don't and know. it's hard, especially with drills like that. It's like, I want to show you how to do something, but if he's to do it full speed and I'm to do it full speed, you mean, it's, we're going to do it slow and we're going to do it this way. And I then you look you at it. That caveat. Right. And then you look at it and go, well, geez, that would never work in a real combat no, situation. I think you need to make that caveat. If you put up a video on YouTube that's a drill. Right. And, and we always tell our students as well, like when we're doing a drill, we always say, Look, this is to isolate right. this particular aspect of the movement. This is not the movement that you'd use in combat, but it's this drill is to isolate the technique right. or that aspect of the technique. Um, and without that caveat, I don't know. People, it's just it's bad. It's bad. Some I know. Of the stuff I see out there. Well, there's so many of them out there. There's bound to be bad ones. So I, I do understand the uh, the hesitation about saying. Look, people can't just invent their own styles. Right. Uh, hey, and we've we've thought about that long and hard. And, well, and one of the arguments I made was I, I gave, you know, uh, Master Pippin for uh, Master Pippin's story, where, you know, you start, he started in Taekwondo. He's, he met some people with a little bit more knowledge, started studying in other arts, started incorporating some of those other techniques into Taekwondo because he was felt he felt it was important for his students to learn. Right. And the more he did that, the less and less it looked like Taekwondo. Yep. And so what what do you do at that point? Do you say, fuck, I guess I just gotta start over? Or do you say, I'm just and, and he did this for a while. Do you just call it combat taekwondo? Right. Well, that's not really honest to your students either because it's so vastly different than what the Taekwondo started out being that you can't call it that either. Well, then you, I guess you, then you maybe have to ask yourself, well, is it is it up to my students to eventually seek this stuff out for themselves like I did? Right. And Should I, I show them or should I? I mean, one of the no. things I've been reading in this Slot Pertempurum book is he says, look, we've got a lot of things in the system but a lot of that stuff we leave for self-discovery. Oh, we can take these moves even further. But here's the core. We talk about this. Here's the core. Well, let's, Anything let's, above let's and beyond that. Let's transition, and, and we'll cover it real quick. Let's talk about the, the system that you're studying now. Oh, yeah. So, Salat Pertemporan. Salat Pertemporan. Which is combat Salat. Um, and, and, it, it's a, and it's a conglomeration of many different flavors of Salat. There are hundreds of different flavors of Salat, all from the different islands. It's got, you know, and Salat is basically a, a Mideastern martial art that's got influence of, you know, the archipelagos and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that this is one of the misconceptions of amongst many martial artists, is that, that Salat is like Taekwondo. Right. Salat is a genre of styles. Right. Salat is akin to kung fu or karate. Yes. Where it's a broader it's, term. Though it's a, a salat is a broad term for the the Middle Eastern arts, uh, India and Pakistan. Right is where sort of its birthplace. Yeah, but it's got I mean influence from the Philippines and the archipelagos and all that. Yeah. There's influence in all that stuff in that general vicinity over there. Yes. So what's uh, Pretemporans, what's the history of that? Well, I, I, I haven't it, gotten into it enough. The lineage is basically there's f- four or five different flavors that are the heavy influences for this. Okay. 
Um, and from what I can tell, you know, Sean Stark, Guru Sean Stark is, is, you know, the founder of this. And he talks about that. He said, look, you know, he says, I don't want people to think this is a mixed martial art. Because it's right. not. Um, Sanyun Do is a mixed martial art. It's heavy influences from several different arts. Right. Salat Pratemparan is all heavy influences from Silat. Right. Strictly Silat. And I'll be honest, I've gone through some of the stuff just in the first thing, um, and I'll say particularly the kicks. Because we study a style that took its kicks from Taekwondo, right. and Taekwondo has very good kicks, I look at these kicks and go, um, why are you doing that? Right. You know, um, they'll do things like when they do their front kick, and the way it's explained in the book is they do this to get some better whipping power, is you hit your knee with your hands as you kick out, and it's supposed to help propel the foot faster and to get a better whipping action. All right. And my thought is, but I'm dropping my hands away from my head. Right. <laughs> but then you got to go back to that and go, well... Okay, you know, so based on looking at it from a purely Silat perspective, why, why don't they think about that? There are other reasons. You know, they do that for a reason. Their reason is to propel the kick forward. Do they think, I mean, are you doing something else with your head at the time you're yeah. doing it? Because they also have a whole series of evasions that they teach as the core, okay. like the beginning core, you know. Well, this is another thing I think that is, is important as a martial artist, especially if you're studying a different style, is that... Um, it's it's generally you know especially someone that is is into the martial arts and has been for a long time it's their tendency to question everything yes and when learning a new style you have to be particularly aware of that in that you know some stuff you just have to accept and you just have to do it because it's part of that style right and let it go right well, and the other thing is, eventually that stuff you'll figure out for yourself. Yes. Either you'll decide it's junk, yes. or you'll go, oh, I just figured out why we do that. Yes. You know, and I think that personal exploration in the martial arts is part of it. I do too. You can't teach everybody everything. As we've discovered, you have to have your core, and above and beyond, you don't have enough time in the in the in the, your life. No. To teach someone that stuff in one system yeah. is not possible. Yeah. There are things you have to discover on your own through self-study yes. and you know through all these other independent things and checking out other martial arts or just studying your own martial art you know, outside of normal class time. Yes. You can't teach all of it in the class. There's too no, much. There's too much. You know? So anyway, I think we should probably wrap this up. It's been we've been going on and on and on. And on yes. And on. And on, and on, and on. So, all right. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I'm Sterling, and I'm about to go kick Dan's ass. I'm Sterling, and I'm about to have my ass kicked. Wait, no, no, you're Dan. No. I'm Dan. Yeah. Damn it. And you're about to have your ass kicked. Okay, that, what, what he said. Exactly. All right, later, everybody. Licorice is good.